the Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hit the Target PSL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashaj Parthop, and with me in studio today is our resident Premier Soccer League analyst, Ayanda Ovezi, and a Hit the Target debutant, Amlu Amleche. Gentlemen, welcome. What's up, Dish? Dish, it's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Bro. Get into it, yeah. yeah. There have been some some marquee results in the PSL this season. Um, you know, you look at Amazulu registering three straight goalless draws across the opening three league fixtures. Quite a, quite a shocker. They Cape Town City, I think, lost, losing all three of their fixtures. Not a happy start to the season for them. Um, do you think anything changes for Sean Bartlett's side this weekend when they host Chippa United? Actually, it's Cape Town Spurs. Cape Town Spurs, my, my Cape, apologies. Yeah, yeah, Cape Town Spurs. Sorry, Eric Tinkler and Co. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, looking at their game, they're facing Chippa United and uh, they're playing at home. So I think it's time for Sean Parker's side to stamp their authority if they want to survive the 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 PSL. But even though, uh, with that being said, uh, up front they I think they're missing um, Deloney um, from Orlando Pirates, the striker uh, Radio Pane mm-hmm. and Kubido. He was their main man. He last was, season. yeah. Yeah. So I think they still like trying to adjust. Uh, the standard is different from the Mutsipe Championship, so I think they're still trying to adjust. But this is the game I think they're seeing it and to say this is where we must collect uh, maximum points, especially playing at home. Mm. So, But on the other hand, uh, this Chippa United side, uh, they've shown uh, quality mm. so far, so good. Yeah, and they've been given some incredible fixtures. I mean, the opening four they played, South Africa's top three clubs. Yes, and and even uh, their loss against uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, you could tell that they came to the party. You know, yes, they lost the game, but you could see that uh, mm. they building something. There. Mm. And yeah. they played with with real purpose and intent. You know, and Morgan Mamola, I think he's he's got it right, and you know he's he's brought in a few top players. I think um, the forward, uh, I think Molenga, has mm. been brought in from Pirates. Uh, you know, Goodman Mosele on on loan there. Mlu, do you think that? Morgan Mamele is cooking. I have to agree. I have to agree. This this start of this new season was like maybe this could be the year that Chipa finally get relegated, maybe automatically. <laughs> but you look at how how well uh, Morgan has really galvanized these guys at the beginning of the season. I think they might just have a chance, mm. you know, just to survive and maybe just uh, give a good account of themselves. Mm. Well, look, let's let's talk about Cape Town Spurs for a second. You know, this is a a home game for Cape Town Spurs. I think they'll be playing in Athlone. And this is before they travel to Dobsonville Stadium to face Steve Compella's Solos outfit. Now, if they lose this weekend and if they lose against um, Solos, I think Steve Bartlett could be out of a job. It's that's the the nature of the PSL. Unfortunately, uh, I wouldn't expect for for Cape Town Spurs to try and keep him any longer when they see that uh, four games in he's showing signs of struggling. But again, uh, Bartlett has got a lot of experience in the PSL, so it's it's sort of like a double-edged sword when you look at it. But if you, if you mm. get rid of him now, you might just be losing all that experience. And who is available now in the, in the market in terms of replacing him? So it's all just, it needs to be decided in terms of deep detail. I wouldn't jump to let the guy go, but it's it's the PSL. Mm. Results or no results? Ayanda, do you think in the national break, Cape Town, City, Cape Town Spurs will put a motion in for a new coach? Or do you think they keep the faith? No, I think uh, they'll try and keep the faith in coach uh, Sean Paclet. For me, I think maybe 
they'll start looking for a new coach maybe when we approaching afcon mm. maybe i think that's when they'll say okay if the results are not coming let's start now looking for a new coach so that the new coach when he comes at least there will be a break from the psl so the coach will have time to mm. get used to the players mm. so for me i think it's only just a matter of time for Sean Parkley to get the results but once he hit the ground running I think everything will go well mm. because even the players they know yeah. him they understand yeah. him and Mlu did mention experience in the in the head coach but if you look at the talent that they have I think the average age is like probably 31 32 so there's a wealth of experience there um let me get your predictions for this weekend are you going with a Cape Town Spurs victory or do you think it's a chipper I'm going for a draw here but draw yeah I'm going for it you can't see anything to separate the two sides eh yeah a goal is draw Yeah, I call this goal is draw. Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm. I have to maybe just disagree with Anna there. I think Chipper might have the upper upper hand coming into this one. They've they've been dealt of like a, a really crazy deck of cards mm. in terms of fixtures uh, in the opening round of the of the, of the new season. Uh what I saw from from their last game against Sundowns gave me enough to think that they might just get on the score sheet in their next game. So mm. I'm going to have to go with the win for Chipper. Maybe both sides to score. But uh, I really see, I see a victory for Chipper. Yeah, yeah I think Chipper's come away with this because, yeah, having come out with just one loss from the opening four, and again, I have to stress playing the clubs like Atlanta Pirates, Kaiser Chiefs, mm-hmm. you know, um, very difficult. Um, Cape Town Spurs obviously lost 3-1 to their um, NFD counterparts. Well, 2022-23 counterparts, Polokwane City, and they're in action on Saturday against Golden Arrows. Um, now, Polokwane City put their one loss um, on opening day behind them as they recorded a one-nil victory against Stellenbosch and then put three past Cape Town Spurs. Do you think the goals are fl- going to fly in KZN? Well, looking at Golden Arrows, uh, they've won one, draw one, lose one match. Mm. So they're playing uh, Polokwane City. To be honest, I thought Polokwane City will be where mm. Cape Town Cape Spurs are. <laughs> but... Uh, Remember also, uh, Pulwane City, this is the team that uh, they got uh, automatic relegation, uh, promotion to the mm. PSL. So I'm not surprised to see them there. But um, the way they've been quiet on the market, mm. that's what makes me thought maybe they will be like a kind of struggle. Favorites yeah. too. Yeah, so looking at Golden Arrows for me, so far they're not convincing for me, Golden mm. Arrows. This is a team like it's been on and off. Like you can't... Uh, bet on them uh, for me golden arrows because when was the last time they were played in the top eight mm. this is the team like they always beyond the top 10 you know mm. so for me i'm picking a uh, pulwani city here mm. to cool. win arrows are currently 10th on the on the luck so yes. good shout there um Umlu, before i get your score prediction let's talk about ryan moon for a second he's currently with golden arrows he's opened his account for the psl season Um, one goal across his three games. Um, you know, he was once in the books of Kaiser Chiefs and a few other notable clubs. Do you think right now he's found a home in in Arrows? Well, I, I, I certainly think that he makes he makes that Arrows team a bit more threatening. Uh, he adds that uh, that imita- intimidating figure up front, mm. which which Arrows has been lacking for for the longest time. And and Diana's right, you know, Arrows are just you never know what what season they're going to have. I think they've started. Much better than I expected this season. Mm. Looking at where they are, but in terms of are they going to stay there or not, I think that comes down to like like you said, Ryan Moon and company. Mm. Can they score those goals to take the team upwards? Can they start in this uh, game against? Uh, I mean, it's a fragile p- 
Polokane city side, mm. he should be able to take advantage and pounce on, on those chances that he gets there. I see. Um, and your predictions on the game, does he get on the score sheet? Perhaps? He does, he does, but I, I see a 1-1 one, one, one draw here. It's, it's, I don't see him getting mm. past them in terms of, if he does get past, it's going to be just a one-time thing, but I don't see him, I don't see arrows with the win here. Mm. How many goals do you think he finished this, the season this off? This season, the PSL again, yeah, it's, never, you never know, but... Looking at the way he started, it's promising. I wouldn't say he's going to get more than 10. But again, mm. in the PSL, that's a good enough number. 10 goals mm. in a season, it's, it's a good return. Do you see him getting 10 goals, Ayanda? 10 league goals. Hey, I, it's still too early to tell. Order. Yeah. It's still too early to tell for me. We'll yeah. see. I'll, be, I'll be watching very closely now. I did um, follow him for a bit of his career. So I'm excited to see him in case and hope to watch him play live one day. Um, yeah, I'm saying with a case in club. Amazulu travel to FNB Stadium to take on the mighty Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, there's quite quite some some stick going around at uh, in the Chiefs dressing room right now. I'm sure that they're all playing the blame game. Um, of course, I'm talking about their last defeat to TS Galaxy, where the fans were throwing objects at Molef and Sek. You know, police had to get involved. Um, the PSL disciplinary committee. Um, has come out and charged Chiefs and um, you know we're just waiting to see what that uh, fine looks like um, guys what's happening yeah I mean when it, when it rains it pours and uh, that's a famous saying I think for, for Kaza Chiefs and maybe Amazulu but mainly for Kaza Chiefs you know at, with, with the big rich history that they have mm. you just can't process the, you know how the past eight seasons have gone under mm. under all these various coaches. I think it just it just it's frustration more than anything from the fans that uh, at least eight years it, there's been no sort of different approach to this PSL where Sundowns have just bossed them around for for at least a decade now. Mm. So it it is frustration I think. But then uh, as a fan you you can't use it as a, as an excuse to attack mm. your coach. I think yeah it's it is it is correct for them to to show it, but uh, there's there's much better ways to to voice your your, your mm. anger to to the coach. You mentioned Sundowns, and I think Sundowns are the ones that have inflicted the heaviest defeat on uh, Kaiser Chiefs. I think last year it was Funnel, if I'm not mistaken, Ayanda. True. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Do you think uh, this season is where maybe Chiefs' season starts? The victory against Amazulu. When well, you, when you're talking about this side of uh, Amazulu, this is a team that uh, gave Chiefs also a four nil last season. <laughs> Also, uh, they knocked them out in the MTN 8. Mm. So this is the side that you can't say it's going to be an easy game for Kaiser Chiefs. Also, the coach that has came in uh, getting three points in three games. So you can see that he's still like trying to adjust uh, in mm. the PSL. And looking at the players that they've signed there at Amazulu, mm. uh, uh, Vitaly Tualu there up front. Up front, yeah. You see, so they... There are some players that can pose threat to mm. Kaiser Chiefs, your weight juice, the, you know. Knowing, yeah, very, very dangerous there. Yeah, so Kaiser Chiefs are playing at home. So surely even the players now, they want to redeem themselves to mm. say to the supporters, calm down, guys. Yeah, We've got this under control. I we'll think this is a, a must-win game for them. Yeah, it's a must-win for them in, in order for them to ease the the, the, the supporters. The because their next game, it's the MTN 80, if I'm not mistaken. They playing Mamelodi Sundowns at mm. the very same venue, so I want to go in that game with high confidence. You know, mm. yeah. Um, I just want to break away from the conversation and talk about the latest midfield acquisition. Uh, acquisition, Castillo. You know, he had a bit of a bad game against TS Galaxy. The team goes on and has a bad game. 
Uh, you know, he had a good game in the MTN8 uh, and the team has a good game too. So do you think he's one of those players that really is the the material, you know, the fabric of the team, the the glue to keep this Kaiser Chiefs team together? What a proper replacement for mm. Unjabulo Plom. Mm. Because after Unjabulo Plom left uh, last season, you could see his pace there, but uh, they found a, a proper replacement in Castillo there. So for me, top signing for Kaiser Chiefs, we must give credit to it's due. Mm. For me, I think he fits the club that Kaiser Chiefs. It's only a matter of time for Kaiser Chiefs to get things uh, around mm. because we've seen him. Every player, they have their bad games, but that doesn't mean you having one bad game, it makes you a bad player. So for me, I applaud him. For all the signings that they've made, uh, I'm saying for me, he's one that I'm praising. You're praising? Yeah. Amlu, yeah. are we going to see Castillo wearing a Sundowns jersey next season? Oh, hopefully <laughs> not. Uh, in terms of, and I say this for, for, for the competitiveness of, of, of the league the as a whole, I, I wish he'd stay there and just uh, challenge Sundowns because I think with the amount of time he spent in SA, he's already seen in terms of where his club lies in history and where Sundowns are in history. So he, he would have been, you know, told to try and take Amakosi back to those glory days that uh, we often uh, speak mm. about. But yeah. he's he's certainly he's certainly a big piece in, if if Chiefs want to get back to those glory days because the guy has like the best pass I've seen in the PSL for mm. for a long time. He's got the best mind in terms of uh, slide tackling where he just makes a slide tackle which does not result in a foul. That's a mm. big big yeah. big uh, trait to have as a midfielder. And people like they really intimidated or fear him already, and that's that's probably the part of the media. But I think he's got a reputation that he's come from Venezuela with a very very strong background as, mm. a, as a midfield player. I see. Um, you know, I've got an incredible stat here. Kaiser Chiefs are winless across their opening three league fixtures. Only once before has the Chiefs head coach finished the season after losing his first three. What do you think? Does Inseki have the time, the luxury of time? Or is it a results-driven nature? Uh, after what we saw in their last game against Chess Galaxy, I feel like if that's how they're going to be playing, then there's no there's no saying that if Amazulu win this game, Ntseki might have to be shown the door. And there's already been like a few mm. names being mentioned to to replace him. Should he be should he be sacked? So I feel like Kaiser Chiefs might have a plan if he loses to Amazulu at home. This is a very big game. It should kick their season off and and start winning games and maybe climbing up the table because. They find themselves in very unfamiliar territory. They should not be there mm. at all. Okay. So I think also with the addition of of their new striker Gonzalez might just be a nice uh, uh, experiment in the Amazulu game to see if he and Castillo can produce some sort mm. of uh, goal here. Yeah. I see. Let me get your score predictions. You know, at home to Amazulu outfit who haven't found the back of the net this season. Uh, you know, with Kaza Chiefs, I'd wish it was that simple for them to to say they're going to win this game, but. Amazulu have also just shown glimpses of of, of what uh, uh, the new Spanish coach is trying to achieve. For that, I'll, I'll have to give it a draw again. I have to mm. say a one-one draw. One-one draw. One so one at least draw. they they find their they open their accounts. They eh? do. Yeah, they they, mm. they do open their goal tally this this in this in this fiction. I'll have to go with Kaiser Chiefs here. Yeah. This one. Yeah. You uh, think they can? Uh, yeah. I come think, out all guns blazing. Yeah, I think maybe a, a one-nil win for oh, them. Yeah. So all guns blazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, moving on to Stellenbosch versus Supersport United. Um, this is Steve Parker's seventh consecutive season with Stellenbosch. I mean, what's what a what a what a manager! And you know, um, this is going to shape up to be a grudge match. Obviously, they were paired against each other in the MTN8, where Astelis, um edge Supersport one 0 um, How do you see this one unfolding? 
I think it's going to be an interesting game. There are two tacticians that we, we've, we've known in the South African setup for, for some time now. Obviously, there's no introduction needed for Gavin Hunt, but Stellenbosch have just come in and surprised me, especially towards the, the end of last season. So they seem to have just picked up where they left off, and that's the benefit of having a coach stay in the club for, for all those years. He's able to plan that he's going to be here next season, he's going to be here in, in seasons to come. So I feel this could be their season, not to win the league, but they might just pick up some silverware. Mm, interesting. Do you agree, Leander? Yeah, you see, uh, the way State is, even last season, I think they got into semifinals, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 So this is the side, like, uh, even the management, uh, they, they've shown trust in coach uh, Steve Parker. Okay, yeah. And also, as a, uh, also coach uh, Steve Parker, he's been promoting uh, young stars. Yeah. They've uh, sent players overseas. Some of them uh, went to Sundowns, you see. So they're producing talent. And the talent that they produce, you, can, you, you could tell that they deserve to be in that uh, starting lineup. And also, this is a side that has good uh, facilities in terms of developing players, you see. So I think each and every player that goes there and play for that team is like privileged because mm. what else you could ask uh, for for mm. for in a team as a player. Mm. Also, coming back to uh, Super Sport United, also this is a team that has got some young players. They've lost uh, Tapelo Maseko to Mamelodi Sundowns, and they promoted some of the youngsters. So for me, it's gonna be an exciting game. So I think it's gonna be goals galore. Goals galore on this one. Yeah. yeah, I think they both gonna want to go for it. But you know, I was just thinking about your. You know what you're saying about Stelis and you know offering the long-term deal and how they've been promoting youth, selling to Sundowns, sending them overseas. And you know the same case can be made for Super Sport United because for years they've been feeding Sundowns. You know you yeah. look at your uh, Mokwenas, uh, you know you look at um, players from top to bottom. Um, that Williams, Ronan yeah. Williams. Just look at the def- yeah. uh, there's the the national team captain. Captain, yeah. He's a former. Um, super sport. Oh, sport, yeah, yeah, but they they just consistently churn out some some incredible results. I believe um, I'm not sure where I saw it, but I think it's 22 home league fixtures since they last saw defeat. Just imagine that. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's 22. Incredible. That's the, they went the whole of last season mm. without a home league defeat. Mm. Um, and you know, I think the current stadium is under um, renovations, or I think there's some work being done there. So yeah. you know, even though they had a new stadium. That record is still intact, um, and you know, I've one have been. You know, I salute Gabonant, and uh, I can't wait for this one. As you mentioned, and they, they, the team, they always have uh, another angle to them. And you know, you look at the, I believe the left wing back or left back, Shan, Shandron, uh, left wing, Shandron Campbell, Campbell yeah. looks very yeah. dangerous. Yeah. I think he's yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Um, you look at the, there's a nineteen year old uh, teenager has been called up to Hugo Bruce's uh, preliminary Afghan squad. I think yeah. o- Ocon or um, some some I forget his name right now, but another player, nineteen mm. year old, into the Bafana squad, just goes to show the amount of talent coursing through that Super Sport Academy. Um, yeah, you know this just makes for a good game of football. Can't wait for this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I need a winner, guys. Who's taking this one? I'll I, go first and 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 push uh, Super Sport United uh, with, with a away victory. Yeah. Within a away victory. Uh, not just because what we mentioned of, of, of you know, the amount of talent they have, but Supersport are probably the best team when it comes to grinding out away results. They've, they've managed to get a lot of away results where you think they are underdogs. But again, I see them as, as winners in this game. Mm. I'll say 
both teams to score on this one. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a safe bet. Both teams to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe Ikram Rainers is uh, currently wrapping the colors of Stellenbosch right now, mm-hmm. um, formerly of Supersports. So I do wonder, um, you know, you hear it ever so often. He's back to haunt his former employers. So <laughs> I do wonder if it's going to be the Ikram Rainers show. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on to Sunday's fixture where Roy Lam take on TS Galaxy. You know, currently there's quite a goal drought in KZN. You know, you look at Amazulu failing to score. Um, Richards Bay as well, failing to score from open play this season. Um, nasty, very nasty. And Royal M, you know, are hosting TS Galaxy, a high-flying TS Galaxy right now. I believe they've taken seven points from the available nine. Said Ramovic, take a bow, don't you, sir? Mm. That's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, Ramovic deserves uh, a certain level of praise, having come into the PSL for the first mm-hmm. time and, and really did well. But oh, against uh, a Royal AM side, so unpredictable. But I, I, I you just, never know who's gonna turn. You up. never know. I mean, yeah. you you could on paper it's supposed to go TS Galaxy's way, and you look at their last game where they played brilliantly. You know, just dismissing Amakos as if they yeah. were just this month. But I'm really, I'm really impressed by by how Ramovic has, has assembled that team and having lost a few very good players, including Kevin Simango, who was a very, well, very captain, good, I believe, exactly well. for 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 some time. You know, so having lost him to to one of the biggest clubs in the country already, you just feel like does he have a plan to move forward in defense? But yeah, it turns out he did. Mm. I wonder, what do you make of that final 15 minutes of the TS Galaxy Kaiser Chiefs games where they just came with everything they had? I think they finished the fixture with 17 shots or something like that but I know that last 10 minutes it was all TS Galaxy do you think we're going to see them turn up against Royal Lamb? you know with TS Galaxy I've been saying this before that uh, the coach that they have is a good technician they, yeah. um, and he has that uh, ability to upset those big teams those so called uh, big teams so looking at the last 10 minutes of the game where they played against the uh, Kaiser Chiefs, I think that goal gave them a uh, motivation to go for more because mm. they saw now that, okay, we caught them sleeping mm. so we can at least get another goal here. So they come into play against the Real AM of which I think the situation that is happening now at the club, I think it's because of the boardroom staff uh, where they struggling to sign players mm. because of uh, the, the Samir Mokovic yeah. uh, story. So for Real AM, I've, uh, I've said this uh, last week here on this podcast that Real AM, we know what they can do if they have a uh, coach, John Maduka. Mm. What they must do is to pay the money and sign players because I believe this is one of the teams that can compete because mm. they have money. Yeah. You, you know, so I think this is the other team if they can like uh, pay Nokovic and be able to sign players. Mm. So, well, look, there is a bit of talent in the in the current squad. You know, you look at even though they lost the the likes of Ponsane, um, you know, for me, I think Mfundo um, Tikazi, um, I I like him. I think if they can get him on a score sheet, he could be um, a sort of savior for them this season. You know, they they have got some really horrible results. I mean, the last one was a three one dropping by um, Selenbosch. So. You know, if they can get him um, on on the up and running, you know, even there's another forward, Hamaldin. You know, very pacey, pacey centre forward. I think he was did really well at Swallows, if I'm not mistaken, and got some really important goals to them. Forced the move to um, Royal Lamb, and now not much has come from him. But you know, those are two players that come to mind for me. 
but looking at the age uh, for Hamilton, you know, the age also speaks mm. for itself, you know. Uh, so for me, you're losing a player like Victor Litsualo. Yeah. You, uh, who do you replace him with? Who who they have bought to replace Litsualo? <laughs> okay. You see? Yeah. And, and then you lose a player like um, Potsane, mm. who's coming in to replace him. Yeah. You see? So hence I'm saying if they can... It's going to catch up with them. Yeah. If they can do the right thing, pay the money, and then they'll be able to sign the players. Mm. Yeah. They currently sit 14th on the log. I see. Are we going to... Are we going to see them in a relegation? Well, I guess at that point you are in a relegation battle. But uh, if they don't, you know, 10 games, I mean, right now they've only played three. But, you know, on the 13th game of the season, 14th game, if you're still hovering around there, I think the alarm bells will be ringing. They will. And, I mean, three games for me, it's, it's sort of enough to, to, to give you a direction where the team could be headed this season. It's mm-hmm. enough to see. I mean, they've played three games. None of them have been convincing. They are one of the teams earmarked for relegation this season by myself, and I really, I really do see them struggling. You know, they've the, the they've FIFA conceded ban. seven goals, um, the most of all PSL clubs currently. It's unacceptable. I mean, we know the coaches, we know his, his ability, he's a good coach, he's tactical minded, but the, you just can't shake the fact that they didn't sign any players, they didn't bring anyone, and it changes a lot in terms of confidence for the players. We need guys that are going to come in and just lift the, the, the confidence of the squad. I feel that hasn't happened for them this season. And in, if, even if things do come right for them in terms of uh, the, the FIFA uh, ban and everything, but if it does come right, I think they're going to lose players more than bring them in. You know, they've got a, a young Hopewell Kele who's, who's on fire, 22-year-old. But instead of, instead of retaining him, I see, I see the guy leaving the club if there's a chance to do uh, transfer business for for Raleigh. Yeah. Mm, mm. I see. Let me get your score predictions here before we move on. I think it's a tough game for them. Uh, surely TS Galaxy uh, build on from their win against Kaza Chiefs. I see them getting a 2 0 victory here. 2 0 victory. victory. You're quite a statement right there. I agree with you. You agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a 1 0 victory. 1 0. But yeah. either way, Royal M not getting anything from this Nothing. game. Nothing. Eh? Yeah. Imagine that another KZN team yeah. um, not being able to find the back of the net. <laughs> um, closing. Um, fixture of this round is Orlando Pirates versus Cape Town City. I think this is, for me, the fixture of the weekend. Maybe the Kaiser Chiefs Amazulu one, but I mean, when you have, um, I think last season, uh, second and third, fourth place? And fourth, yes. Second and fourth place going at it head-to-head in this one. Um, it's at Orlando Stadium where La Passa just is on fire. How are, we, how are we seeing this one unfold? Does Eric Tinkler get on over his former employers? You know when it's Orlando Pirates and, <laughs> and Cape Town City, you must expect fire. Yeah. The game is always like very competitive. Yeah, yeah. you're sitting like at the edge of your seat. Like <laughs> you can see you smiling already. You're licking no, because, your lips at this one. Because this is the game like everyone surely is looking was looking forward oh, to see. Yeah. Because you, you you know Cape Town City, what they capable of, you know. Mm-hmm. This is the team that you can't write them off. You, you see, so this is going to be one of the good games. Looking at the way Orlando Pirates are playing this season, especially when they're uh, playing at Orlando Stadium, Cape Town City, they started very good. I mm. think they're sitting on seven points. Mm. So it's going to be like a, a tough match. Well, well look, you mentioned a start, but um, you know they're coming to this one with back-to-back league defeats. You know They, they played four games, won two, lost two, but... I think this could be um, the most opportune time, I guess, if you're a Pirates fan, 
I'm waiting to play Cape Town City because, as Yana mentioned, this is going to be the one that really gets both fans um, raring to go. But do you think right now the current form, Cape Town City, and Northern may be looking a bit weaker on blue? I think at any given moment, wh- whoever you are in the PSL, whenever you know you've got a game coming up against the big three, so to speak, you know, form your your your, your recent form just goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you forget you, you lost your, the past three games, you drew the past three games, but you focus on the fact that wouldn't it be nice to get one over Pirates, you know? And 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 I'm sorry to tra- to backtrack, but I think I'm a Zulu. That's that's the edge they might have against Chiefs. You know, their their psychological uh, levels just go up against all these big teams. And and Cape Town City are not a bad side. They're mm-hmm. not a small team by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going through a rough start to the season. They've got a, a bunch of exciting youngsters. We we talk about Super Sport and, and mm-hmm. Stellenbosch having an, a yeah. great development setup, but Cape Town Jayden City. Rhodes over there, exactly. You know, all these guys, Mayo, it's, it's, it's just all the, a, a nice setup for them under a nice tactically aware coach, mm-hmm. Eric Tinkler, who's going to want to get one over his former employees. So mm-hmm. it's going to be fire for sure. You guys are right. But again, uh, Pirates are just another another level, another level. at the moment. You know, you're yeah. looking at Cape Town City's results, though. I mean, from the beginning of the season, they've played five games, only scoring three times. Three goals in the opening five games across all competitions this season. Not... I mean, for me, it's only pointing to Orlando Pirates' victory, if I'm being honest. You know, Pirates themselves have been stuttering in the league. I think it's one one win, one loss, one draw um, across their opening three. They need this one to get back um, to winning ways. Um, and then, you know, obviously, they, they're still involved in CAF um, Confederations uh, action. So, you know, I'm not sure if that's going to have a part to play. Obviously, we're recording before that fixture, so we don't know um, what that result looks like. But I think right now, Judging before that fixture, which way is it going? Pirates will, will always come into this game as as, as slight favourites, but mm. I, I think this particular week they come in as heavy favourites. They've they've scored brilliant team goals, which just leads me to believe that they might be able to break down that uh, Cape Town City defence. Um, again, uh, it's a straight victory for Pirates. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Mlu, but uh, my concern with Pirates is at the back. Yes, they play. Uh, Good football, but hey, uh, their goalkeeper there, I'm not convinced uh, with him because once there is a shot on target, it might result in in a goal. So mm. I think Cape Town City might get one goal here. So my prediction would be 2-1 for Pirates. 2-1 Pirates. Yeah. I see. Well, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing all things PSL with you. Um, I, for one, can't wait for that Orlando Pirates, Cape, Town's, Cape Town City um, almost said victory over there <laughs> um, <laughs> fixture but you know I'll also be watching the Kaiser Chiefs Amazulu game very closely I mean I think both clubs need uh, if they could buy a victory I'm sure they would right now um, but yeah until next week goodbye cheers